I'm Mike Peters. I'm Dan Morfitt. And, and this, this is, is Top Content. Top content oh, good God. Hello. Hello. Jeez. God. Right, okay. I thought what I was wearing was bad, but you're not wearing anything on your top half there. That is uh, that, that is a statement. You don't want to see the bottom half. I, no, I don't. You're absolutely right. Sorry, I had recording in. Um, I um, yeah. <laughs> Have you just woken up? Sort of. Yeah, we had um, <laughs> Jersey City Fire Department outside our house last night. Oh really? Uh, so, so if it's not flooding, it's fire. Was it? Um, were, were your clothes on fire? Was that the issue? Is that does that explain no, this current no, uh, no, clothing predicament? You, you I was on fire, and I needed to cool off. <laughs> yeah, we didn't sleep too well. Oh, good morning, top content. <laughs> Oh. Well, I, 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 that's the thing. I knew you. I knew you were awake. I knew you were awake. So I thought you just liked a tweet that I'd sent. So I was like, he must yeah. be awake. I was starting. I was like, what's what's happened? What's happened? Where's has the internet gone? Do, do, we, do, we, do we need to explain for this for the listener? Or is this just preamble and chat? I know we can explain for the listener. I thought we were recording this afternoon, and we were not because you've got things to do in got, yeah, um, in, in the in the fourth city. I've got, I've, and, got to, I've got to DJ without a dance floor. I have to tell. Oh, of course, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to DJ. I've got to do a gig tonight, a nice big corporate gig, and they said they want a disco, but they don't. They're not. They're not having a dance floor because of you know COVID and that. So it's could like, could you? Okay, could you do a rave on from Phoenix, Phoenix Nights. Nights and do sit down or you might die. Sit down. Yeah, Shabba. Fun is the key, but keep seated at all times or you may die. Shabba. Do it. I think I'll do that. Talking about, as we do Phoenix Nights most weeks, um, have you seen uh, one of the fabulous writers and creators of Phoenix Nights? Dave Spikey is in Alma's Not Normal, which is a fantastic sitcom, sort of, on the BBC. It's it's all on iPlayer now. The pilot last year won a BAFTA just for the pilot. Oh, okay. No, and, I, and no I wasn't aware of such thing. I wasn't aware of it. They've made a few more episodes and Dave Spikey's in it being wonderfully Boltonian. So No, um, right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll look into... Oh, okay. What's it called? Alma's Not Normal. Alma's Not Normal is written right. by a, a wonderful actress called Sophie Willen. Okay. And it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Note to Sophie Willen, please do not marry anybody with the surname Hall, Rich Hall. Andrew Hall, because otherwise your double barrel name will be Willen Hall, and nobody wants to be named after that. <laughs> a joke for our Midlands listeners there who know that that bit of Wolverhampton yeah. is a dump. And I know that because my mum and dad lived there for six months. My mate's just moved to Cannock. Has he? And, um, okay. And I, I have to say, Cannock is one of the loveliest places on earth. <laughs> left indicator, left indicator, full beam. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> oh dear. No, no, more like barking. There you go. I forgot to put the thing up there. there you go. No, because it's a lot of deer and can't, that's, that's there a very, is, that's a a very niche. Because because my mum and dad lived in well, latterly they lived in Hensford before they moved to Willenhall. They now live in Rugeley. Moved around that sort They're of. They're playing of West Midlands bingo, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, they ticked them all off: Droitwich, Pershore, Hensford, Rugeley, and uh, and Willenhall. House, house, yeah. literally house. 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 Yeah. But no, it's all right. But you know, it's lovely, lovely scenery around there and all the rest of it. And what there it's is... It's like that- a really nice town centre from the college. It's got like... Um, it's well, feels Canuck. slightly European. Yeah. 
No. No. Yeah. No. No, I've been to Canic Town Centre on many. Of the oh no, no, not the not the town centre with the shopping precincts. That's a shithole. But the, uh, where there's a few bars, there's a like a a piazza. It's not square size. It's like uh, a fucked up parallelogram. But it's nice. I don't know what it's like in Canic. Mm. Are we thinking of the same Canic? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I must have missed this. Yeah. 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 Okay. I well, thought just, for a second I was getting confused with Tamworth, but let's not do that. Well, they, they, they've just built um, a... Uh, I think, I, I think it, I'm sure it's open, actually. I've not been yet. They've built a MacArthur Glen outlet village. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is on Huge. the on the A460 down to between uh, between Hensford and the Orbital, as you come around past the, the A460 M6 toll, and there's a big uh, retail park there. They've built a MacArthur Glen on the right-hand side there. So, yeah, so that was got two years' worth of roadworks. So and I know, I know people don't want to go shopping and they do it all online. Welcome to the well, yeah, yeah. What a, what a smart idea that was. Yeah, I think they, I think they did start to build it before or planned it before the pandemic, and now they've built it anyway. If we um, build I'm, it, they're going to have to come at some point. They're going to they're going to have to. I think we've just got to apologise before we we move forward. At the end of not the last two podcasts, but the previous two podcasts, we did mention only fools and horses, oh. and the top content curses has managed to kill off another <sighs> beloved actor. Bizarrely, internet friends of Ice T. Yeah, it's a strong one. And also, he used to go on tour with a bloke I know in Shrewsbury. God, it's all the all the West Midlands today. Um, called Carl. Carl used to interview him for nights out on the Being Boise tour. John Chalice has died. John Chalice. Also, um, someone who else is dead today is Scott Frank. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm. I've not seen. I'd forgotten the Emmys were on. To be honest with you, so I've not. I didn't really pay attention to this. All I know is is that there seems obviously there's an issue about the fact that despite the a, a huge list, the biggest ever list of uh, black and ethnic minority nominees, no black winners, no, no black winners, black winners. So who is Scott Frank? So the Emmys last night were held in Los Angeles, California. They were on CBS. They were presented by Cedric the Entertainer, who's. Uh, I think I think he's basically John Richardson, but in America. And that's a good comparison, Dan. Well done. It was being held in Yeovil Aerodrome. Yeah, I've um, seen a clip, a little clip, because the only clip I was thinking, I, I thought they were being presented by Stephen Colbert, because he no, referenced it. CBS. Because it's CBS. Yeah. I thought he, I, he referenced it on his show last week and said, oh, I'm presenting, the, who's presenting the Emmys this Sunday? Oh, it's me. Oh, like, oh okay, that makes sense. Because normally if it's on, they, they rotate, it rotates around the networks, doesn't it? So it's it, yeah. every year, it's same with the Super Bowl. Because last year it was ABC with Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy he Kimmel. Held it, he held it in uh, like a 3D virtual world. And um, then presumably next year it'll be, it'll be NBC and it'll be Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Sorry, I just did what Jimmy Fallon does there and just laughed at everything, even though it's not funny at all. <laughs> He does corpse a lot. He does, um, you know. Uh, uh, it's that old so family. I, it's that old Family Guy joke of that was that. This guy's so funny. He even made Jay Leno laugh. <laughs> That's which <cool>. is <laughs> oh, um, on on late night American talkie talkie show hosts. So Dave Letterman's rode off into the sun. Uh, Conan yeah. tried to make his presence felt last night at the Emmys. Can we, um, can we not Jay, talk about them? Is that all right? Because I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, right. but go on. Jay, Jay Leno is back. Uh, he's back on Fox. He's doing an old Groucho Marx TV show from the fifties. He's doing it weeknights on Fox at half ten. So basically, his old Tonight Show. He says the format is him talking with people 
and doing comedy bits and the game show secondary. So it's the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. He's doing jaywalking again, where he's doing vox pops with people on the street. Jay Leno's back on late night and nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's bothered. Nobody wants to watch it. it the promos look awful. And I feel really bad because Jay Leno is... I feel a kinship with Jay Leno, but I don't like his shtick. And I just love how everybody sort of moved on from him. I just feel bad for him. He's like, he's Jeremy Clarkson. Well, do you know, we'll have to get back to Scott Frank in a minute, but but I, I watched, drank it, beauty, because it was a wonderful elixir, uh, about the story of late night. So you, you and I... Oh, yeah, yeah. Many, the many, story many, of late night many... on CNN was yeah. um, a, a great six documentary part, series. Six-part documentary series, or it's cut in six parts, certainly in this country anyway. Six-part documentaries about the history of, of American late night telly. And I learned a lot from it, obviously. Because you, you and I discuss late night television a lot, because we're both avid watches of it and, and, and watches of the whole late night thing and it fascinates Mike, us because the, the, the irony is now I live in America I don't f***ing watch it at all well, at all I don't I think, stay up that late anymore no I, th I think the thing is because in this country it's a format that's never really taken off because it just doesn't it wouldn't work as a format for television in this country because you'd never you'd never get the guests um, no but in the UK um, we have panel shows yeah, um, we do. The panel shows work like that because yeah. the, the zeitgeisty celebrities of the day will go on those shows. Like the zeitgeisty celebrities go on the late night talk shows here. And only yes. once in a while do you get your like triple A list raconteurs and movie stars. Yeah. So they work, we're right with weekly chat shows, just a nightly thing. Cause, and, yeah. you would, and we wouldn't be able to generate, they haven't got the budget to be able to generate the amount of quality stuff that the no, writers, the right, the writing 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 budget is huge, yeah. They're cash cows in America. But yeah, the only bit of the Emmys I've seen, having thought that um, Stephen Colbert was presenting it, was, was a bit where, oh, John Oliver won Best Variety Talk Show again. And, Which well, doesn't well, make just, sense, because then he won talk as well. He won variety, then he won talk writing. And it's like... Pick a lane. Yeah. I, I've got no I've got no qualms with that, though, because... He's great. It's, it, it's, it's a great the best show. thing on television, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's it's weird. They've recorded it in, like, the VIP room of a nightclub, uh, this. Uh, I <laughs> yes, thought, yes. It's, it's quite, yes. quite odd. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it was white-tiled floor, black-beamed glazing, and it was, it was, um, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then they had a, um, a British room in London, which would have been, like, two or three o'clock in the morning for most of it, where, spoilers, the crown won virtually everything. Shock. Um, but yeah, like you said, it was Cedric the Entertainer, popular black comedian, the yeah. black John Richardson, and um, a lot of people of colour presenting the awards. They had the actors and writers of Reservation Dogs appear, right. which is about people living in Ind Indigenous First Nation reservation and it's created by from what we do in the shadows taika watiti and yeah they they rolled everything out to go we are inclusive and everybody that one was white brilliant can i just say yes. the answer to the question is what do we do in the shadows the answer is rita aura just in case oh, oh. um <laughs> or but or is it rita aura's sister uh. Oh yeah, the, the the whole thing about her sister doing all of her publicity, uh, all of publicity. and then and then Rita Ora being asked questions about things she said before and just going, uh, uh, uh. I've I've told you the story about uh, me and Rita Ora, haven't I? 
This, no, this should I'm, be I'm, for I'm, our, our... No, and can I ask why did that descend there into a kind of Ryan Jarman patois there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, well, I told you about that, right? Uh, well, I didn't know. Yeah, 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 what uh, what we've done on this album yeah, yeah. is we got Johnny Marr in and we thought this could change <laughs> the crib sound for the better. <laughs> oh, we're, we're from Leeds. Ryan, no. you're from Wakefield. Wakefield. Ryan, you're famously I... from Wakefield. <laughs> oh, no, we're from Leeds now because <laughs> people know where that is. Quick, quick narrator. We, we can't, can't get Johnny, Johnny Marr on, on the album. Might help things. Narrator. It didn't. It didn't. No. Um, it just it just gave people an opportunity to watch Johnny Marr come on yeah. and off stage watching the Cribs gig, which I did uh, once. Yeah. You know, uh, which is great. Uh, speaking of Johnny Marr, because we're digressing massively. Are you, you go to see him with the Cortinas. Well, I am, but you know, are you aware of this? Is that last week in Manchester? There was Blossoms, who are also supporting the Cortinas at Emirates Old Trafford mm. this coming Saturday, did an entire gig of Smith's covers mm. with a very special guest vocalist. Yeah, Rick Ashley. We talked Rick about Ash- it on the last podcast. Did we? Oh, okay. Yes. But uh, So I had we did, this- a, we did a whole chunk about Did we? I've Smiths. forgotten. Yeah. But right, okay. You, you've so, not listened. You've not listened to top content, have you, Mike? Not the, the most recent ones. They're on my phone. To They're on my to listen to right as I go oh, as I drive mate, through this I, gig tonight. I'm so sorry. I have to, I I have to listen to top content. I, I want to listen fifty to times it. when editing it because <laughs> I, 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 I get rid listen. of all the F's and Jeffs. No, I'm going to listen so, to. I am going to listen. Listen. Oh, so, man. but I thought there could be a fantastic conflation of the fact that Blossoms. I thought this is a setup for something. Blossoms could perform Smith's covers with Johnny Marr on guitar and Rick Astley would be brought out in a slightly, very meta That has been firmly debunked by Johnny Marr himself, who described the whole thing as both funny and horrifying in equal measure. I actually know what's happening with this because I've got the inside track. Okay. Um, Johnny Marr and Stockport's finest band are actually coming to join the primetime version of Jeopardy here in the United States. Uh, as it's now being presented by Mayan Balik, uh, who is Blossom, the star, yeah. star of the Big Bang Theory, a neuroscientist, and Blossom. So it's going to be Blossom and Blossoms on yeah. Jeopardy. Blossom and Blossoms. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and they're going to. And the best thing is they're going to have a little barbecue in the corner, uh, doing burgers and sausages, just to fuck off, Morrissey. <laughs> ha- halfway through the um, like double score round in Jeopardy, potent the, potables. The they're going to go it's, over. Yeah. The entire concept of, of going on a game show with an intent to, to win money, which of course is a, a, an alien concept to most, with the idea of cryptocurrency in the uh, new century, is just an incredibly perfunctory and tawdry exercise in uh, in entertainment for the idiots. It's 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 an anathema to me. It's an anathema to me. It's anathema. But but Johnny Marr did turn around and go. Actually, they did a gig. He said, I'm doing a couple of gigs with them, or done a couple of gigs with them as well. And he went, they never mentioned that they were going to do this. So he was clearly quite brassed off, which I appreciate that he's put that on the internet. Because somebody asked him a question there, did you know about this, Johnny? No, came the loud reply. But that's going to be a bit orcs backstage at the. the, No, uh, but Johnny Marr, more than anybody, has gone on record over the last 30 fing years and said, the Smiths was then, this is now. I'm not the Smiths anymore. The legacy is what anybody else wants to do with it. I've got no... It's not as if he's precious about it, but you never know. Um, so, yeah. Um, Scott Frank. Emmys. Emmys. Scott Frank. Yeah. Scott Frank is the winner of the Best Director 
and he won it for Queen's Gambit, which is a brilliant thing on Netflix yeah. with Anna Taylor and Taylor Joy. And he came on and he got out a speech. And you know it's a bit shit if you've written a speech for this thing, because I think if you've written a speech, you, you automatically think you've won it. If you haven't won a speech, you then have a speech in your pocket that you're never going to read read out. So yeah. it, there's, there's an ego there ahead of the game. Yeah. He got out of speech and it was about four leaves of paper and everybody just went and he started talking and it was dull and shit and it was it was partridge-esque in that a lot of it was needless to say I had the last laugh. He's a 61-year-old white guy like me. Well, I'm not 61, no, no. but chubby, uh, graying beard. And he started talking and the music came up underneath him. And it, f- the first music is just like a well, a, a, mu- a music bed that I was going to uh, say when you said the music came up underneath them, I thought well, they've got to get some work now. The, the, their career is a, 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 a his indie band is over. But yeah, carry on. Yeah, um, yeah. But he, f- for irony's sake, he didn't take the long road and he didn't walk it. <laughs> God, that's niche. Yeah. And um, so they started to play the music underneath them, which is first of all like a. a, a Calm music bed, the likes of Sean W. Keeve, and he never knew how to use properly. And <laughs> then, then it's uh, then uh, can, it's can, inst- can, I, can I stop you there? Because just to pause that, because what I've done is I've joined a Sean W. the Sean W. Keeve Mild Appreciation Society on Facebook, and there, somebody tweeted about right. Well, I'm not quite sure what podcasts uh, that I should listen to, and I helpfully recommended this one. Yay! Uh, so you just. Absolutely undercut that straight away. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant. Never mind. So uh, it's so- the orange van of positivity. Let <laughs> a little light into your life. Right, that's that's regained uh, any uh, any anything that we might have lost yeah. there with that statement. Right. Cry me a masso. Um <laughs> Yo! That's that's the title of this podcast. Um so the the music came underneath Scott Frank, which first is a music bed, and then it's an instrumental of time to say goodbye. <laughs> So you're imagining uh, a blind Italian man stood in the middle of Leicester singing this. And it's... Honestly, on my life, Scott Frank just went, hang on, no, turn the music off. I've only got one minute, uh, one minute, tops. The f***er went on for four and a half minutes. The music, the music came in under him and quite loudly tried to peek him. For four and a half minutes. This guy is the embodiment of Hollywood white privilege. He just kept, and everybody just stopped clapping after a while because he wouldn't fucking move. The beautiful, delicious ironies that this has created, though. Before him, there was a woman who received basically the Lifetime Achievement Award, who I think her name was. Debbie Allen. So right. Debbie Allen was a black actress uh, in the Close. 60s and 70s, and then she became a massive choreographer, and she's done Broadway, she's done TV, she does the film. She got the Ambassadors Award from the Emmys, from the Television Academy. And she came on, and she did a big speech, and they didn't music her off, obviously, because it's a big award. Award, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but her award was fantastic, well-deserved. This f***er came on and did double her time. This was the night where the Crown was winning everything. This is the night where Ted Lasso didn't win everything because they were basically nominated eight times in every category. But John Oliver won again. Ted Lasso won. The Crown won. It's it's their night. This bastard thought it was all about him and just kept 
railing on. And by the time every, he sat down, everybody was shell-shocked. Poor CBS were running over now by a lot. Next award comes up. It's the brilliant Michaela Cole, who was in Chewing Gum on E4 and then I oh, yeah. Destroy You on the BBC. She won the award. She didn't have a speech written. She came up in less than 50 seconds. She did a more poignant, brilliant speech than this did for four and a half minutes. And then the internet took him. And I don't think that guy will ever work again, ever. Like, he's a good writer. He's a good uh, screenwriter. He's a decent-ish director. But you had to feel sorry for Anna Taylor-Joy because in the end, Queen's Gambit won the best television-type event again. And he came back on stage and just had to stand at the back. And, yeah, Scott Frank is basically the poster child for Hollywood white privilege. It was weird. But enjoy the ceremony. Conan O'Brien elevates it. Uh, well, I think there's a lot, you know, come back. And I imagine this was the kind of the mood of the room. Have you ever heard such ludicrous, self-serving nonsense? Or, or you come, but after after a while, when they do these speeches, it's after what you know, a minute or so, it's just kind of just stop, just stop. Or, or well, Scott, come on and be really concise and just go, Thank you, I can't speak, and that's it, and just walk off. Scott Frank might actually be appearing on GB News because he just seems to be their absolute slot, <laughs> yeah. But um, Col- Colbert got music twice. But after this guy came on to do a load of pish, it's like, I don't think Colbert gave a damn, to be honest. Did he, what did he win then? Uh, they won best live event. For what? For their um, Stephen Colbert election special on Showtime, which is CBS's like. Yeah. Uh, for, for last time I, I, thought yeah. Might have been, I thought it might have been the when they went live for the Jan- January the 6th or something like that. But there no, you go. No. Okay. No, he did mention all the other times that they went live. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good Emmys. Did, did um, he, when he got music off, did he go? We've got a great show for you tonight. Da, 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 da. But next, meanwhile, and, and I don't want to ruin it again. But when <laughs> so Scott Frank's already done that, so he can't ruin it anymore. Yeah. Conan, Conan was a presence through the whole thing. When why Conan why was Conan? It was he there? He was he was nominated for best talk, which right. John Oliver won. Yeah, the first thing that John Oliver said was everybody else in the room thought that Conan deserved this. And yeah. the camera cut to Conan getting up, cheering as if he'd won, and then sitting down for Rose, which was beautiful. When Colbert went up, <laughs> Conan ran on the stage with them and just started hugging everyone <laughs> and being brilliant. But the, the best thing is, Conan got into a bit of trouble last night. So uh, when Debbie Allen got her Ambassador's Award, her basically Lifetime of Achievement for being an amazing choreographer, Conan, as soon as the person who introduced it, as always at these things, is the president of the Emmys, the president of the Television yeah. Academy. Yeah. He came out, white guy, glasses, old. Please now welcome the president of the Television Academy of the Emmys. No, 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 no. And Conan started shouting, yes, 
And he was standing up saluting him because he was the president. And he was like, stand up, it's our president. <laughs> and, and the guy the guy who was about to do this big speech about Debbie Allen and how she fought racial segregation in the 50s and 60s. And you had Conan just stealing it. And then when, I think, I don't know if Conan sort of thought it might have been for him or something, but it was funny. And then halfway through the speech, Conan just sort of slinks back down going, done it during the Lifetime Achievement Ambassadors Award. It was f- fabulous. But, yeah, yeah. Yeovil Aerodrome is where they held it. It was very... <laughs> it was Malice it Scout was, Hut, yeah. It was... Uh, Jason Tadakis did a beautiful um, acceptance speech. Uh, Hannah Waddingham, or Waddington, as uh, Seth Rogen wants to call her, did a lovely speech, and that was, like, the first award, made the second award of the night. Uh, Shits Creek... The Levies and Annie Murphy did a, a great skit. Ken Young did an awful sketch, like terrible. Cedric the Entertainer did a really bad sketch halfway through, which was just a bit pish. They all came on rapping Biz Marquee because he's died this year. That was not good. Biz Marquee? Uh, why? I don't know. And then Biz Marquee was in the um, in memoriam bit at the end. It's like, he's a rapper. Did he do big TV? I have no idea. Uh, and a, a couple of nice mentions for Norm Macdonald, even, yeah. even, th- even though more and more stuff is coming out that he used to be quite handsy. Um, yeah, it's all... It's, it was a good Emmys, but I, I, I think the sentiment of some people was, I wish I'd never watched The Queen's Gambit now, because yeah. as good as TV that was, the guy in charge of it's a But it... it, it, it I've never watched also, it, so therefore I don't, I don't it, need to. It, no, no. I would watch. I think it. what it's I'll good. do is what I'll do is I'll watch the Queen and I'll watch Gambit. Gambit, yeah, and then just <laughs> and, and then yeah, combine the combine the two. That, that well, I, I went to the cinema to watch Gambit. That the one with um, oh, Colin Firth, which Colin people Firth slated and, at the time. Yeah, I thought it was actually and Cameron Diaz. Film. Cameron Diaz, I thought it was actually yeah. an all right film. Alan Rickman and people like that. Uh, but it's the remake it. of the um, Michael Caine one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, so I watched I watched that. So I I, I watched the Queen, which I never watched, and that'll do instead of me watching stuff about yeah. chess. What what it did show that over the air TV is dead because a few like CBSs and a couple of ABC awards, but mainly the awards were all streaming services, and that line between TV and movies is gone. It's dead. Yeah, yeah. It was. What watch it? Okay, watch it. Okay, and and what we've not touched on is Hull City losing ludicrously against Sheffield United with a goal that was disallowed, and. The, the the Toffees capitulating in North Birmingham yeah. in a forgetting that football is a ninety minute game rather than a nine minute game. Um, yeah, we, well, we've missed well, all of that. It's a it's a neat juxtaposition because it, having won the game last Monday against Burnley in effectively seven or eight minutes, we managed to lose the game on Saturday uh, against another team that plays in Claret and Blue in the basically the same amount of time. So you know at least at least we're consistent. Got to give us that one. Yeah. And I love the fact that former Hull City loney Mark Noble came on for the Hammers. Do you know Hammers all forever, I could... Hammers forever and missed a penalty? I watched that. I watched that because because the the, the middle child is going to um, watch Man United next week against the Villa with his dad. So he said, "Can I watch the match?" I said, "Of course you can." On Sunday, so we we've been out. We went bowling, and and we came back. And I said, "Well, second, you know, got back at half time." I said, "Do you want to watch second half?" He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sat and we watched it, and trying to sort of talk him through it and all the rest of it. And then, and then the thing was, when the penalty was given, and United should have had a penalty matter of moments before because Ronaldo mm. was taken out by Kurt Zuma, all I could think of was, what was the name of that 
hockey player that they used to do that for, that the Great Britain used to do that. They used to bring on a guy whose name I think was Callum, and he used to have a ponytail, and he'd be brought on specifically to take short to corners, yeah. to, 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 to smack the ball, and he was incredibly effective, and then they'd take him off again. Like, like, like you know, sort of like a, a kicker. Well, it's in. like they do, yeah, it's like they do in American football when they bring on yeah. a, a kicker for a field goal, and yeah. they, they bring on people who are like really athletic who haven't been hit in yeah. the last 60 minutes yeah. in regulation time. Yeah, the London Monarchs and Clive Allen. Uh, but you know, it's it's yeah. So it's like right, okay. This is this is this is novel. Not seen this before. Oh, well, but- we, well, we have. Well, we have though, haven't we? Mm. We see it in cup matches where they bring people on right yeah. at the very end to take penalties, which is exactly what happened in the European With, Championships. That's and, what and, Southgate and, did. Yeah, yeah, and, mm. and that that went well. So um, um, on on a sporting thing, the number one team in the Eastern Division, New Jersey Stallions. Oh, that's not. Oh, all right, okay, yeah. So next week is the minor league cricket playoffs. We played the Morrisville Cardinals. I, guess, I thought you were going to say Morrissey then. I, I've been telling it, the cricket. We watched cricket on Saturday and then we watched it online yesterday. It was better than the Blast finals day at Edgbaston. Which is it quite was, good. I have to say, which I was watched, very good. I, which Kent, is very good. I watched were, quite were a very, I didn't watch all day, obviously. I, you know, I do have other did things. Did you see do. that catch? Well, the Jordan Cox, Matt Milnes one. Oh. Yeah, I'd watched, I'd watched the incident because the kit, we. we after the Everton Villa game, I was that knackered. Uh, I, I fell asleep. I, I, I had the option to go on DJ on Saturday night, and I went, "No, I'm not doing it." I'm, I'm just. I was that buggered. My voice was ruined. I was like, "No, I'm, I'm staying home." I watched the, watched the Everton game and then fell asleep on the sofa. Woke up. Kids are playing Fortnite on the telly. Yeah. So I'm like, right. So I got got my iPad out and started watching um, the final, the rest of the T20 Blast final, and was watching it. And then watched that a remarkable incident with with Jordan Cox and um, Daniel Bell Drummond where he took him out and managed to cost themselves six when he caught the ball. That yeah. was amazing. Cox is fuming. Yes, yeah. And then, because and then he, takes he, he, an touched astonished... the, he touched the rope. So, so if you didn't see it, basically, the rule of cricket is if any part of your body is in contact with the boundary rope when you catch it or over the rope, that means that, that you've given You're away eight, six, basically. Yeah, or you've cost it's because It's, it's because boundary. anything beyond the boundary is out of play. But if you're in contact with the boundary, he took the ball, he... Effectively yes. made the six in play, but it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Jordan Cox leapt over the boundaries of the ball, palmed the ball back in midair to his his teammate Matt Mills, who then just t- gobbles up this yeah. easy catch. So it goes down as a Matt and Mills, Mills catch. Mills gets the catch. Mills gets on the scorecard. Mills, Matt Mills gets the catch, but uh, but it's a Jordan Cox uh, assist. And yeah, Cox, Cox did a great job going beyond the boundary immediately, rather than doing it like mid jump. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. The six has to land, as it yes. were, and it, if you're in contact with the boundary and it hits your hand, it's landed. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was astonishing, and, and Spitfires deserve it. But um, New Jersey Stallions, because we lost uh, a couple of players to USA, um, and they went to Muscat. We in the week signed Ravi Powell, the um, West Indian, who right. just came onto the pitch, no helmet, and it just goes, "I'm going to hit this lads." And he just started doing sixes for fun. And we if, won. If he, if he can, why not? We won the first game. And yesterday, the second game on uh, a plastic pitch again, we were chasing it like 172. And we did it with three overs to spare. It was, I'm sorry, but I'm. we were, We beat the Philadelphians, who's Liam Plunkett's new team. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. It's been a revelation. 
New Jersey Stallions play better cricket than I've seen in T20 in the last few years in the UK. But 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 you know it could all be blown out of the water by my mighty uh, Red Rose County Lancashire winning the uh, cha- county championship. Could you want of four teams that can win it, man? Well, one of four teams. One of four a lot teams of things that can happen. But I'm I'm quite excited. I'm I'm fully envisaging a scenario on on you know. Friday morning of this week where at five o'clock in the morning I'm a wide awake and running going for a run because I can't sleep because I'm too excited I actually went for my first run this morning in eight months and as, as we can see the perspiration on your on your, <laughs> well, on, your Dix, on your Dixie Dean shirt is yeah is yeah yeah well 79 or 81 Gordon Lee slash Howard Kendall era shirt yeah so it's it's, it's quite it's quite exciting quite an exciting time I, I, I then want to see Lancashire Lightning versus New Jersey Stallions and then we'd see who'll come out on top <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, I've got connections. Could bring him over for a game, pre-season game. I can I can see a time. Do you remember when it was it Holland, the Netherlands beat England in like a one day? Yes, about they beat him in eight, a seven, eight, eight years. Yeah, ago. it was a T Twenty World Cup, I think it was. Yeah, I, I can see I can see the US beating England in about ten years' time, <laughs> which is going to be lovely to see because Australia won't exist then because France will have pummeled them to death <laughs> with nuclear bombs, and yeah. Everything that we said on the last pod, you bloody fool! Everything we said on the last last podcast, by the way, about the Australia, uh, US, UK trilateral was then uh, succinctly condensed into a BBC opinion piece. <laughs> I was just like going, "Oh gosh, just how it's yeah." But, they, it's, but they're it's very, not- they're very, very busy. They're very busy at the BBC retweeting Nicki Minaj and stuff. There's a lot, a lot going on there. You know, there's a lot. They've lot, got a lot to do. Strictly started. There's Bake Off. Oh, stuff it, no, to I thought. I thought. I thought Strictly is only they've partnered people up. It's not started. Started. Well, and they don't do Bake Off anymore. No, I know, but they've got, they've got to write about it because it's news. I like how Allegedly. everybody in the Bake Off this year. God, this is going to sound very Farage-like. But none of them are British. There's two, two uh, Greek Cypriots in there. They've got to be making Spanakopita every frigging week. <laughs> I don't want baklava. I want Bakewell. Um, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> Is that our audition? <laughs> Get rid of Matt Lucas. We we could we could be the Farage, the Farage brothers, brothers presenting Bake Off. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing I hate about Yorkshire puddings now is a lot of them are made by Asians. <laughs> and Bessie is... I more like. Yeah. They come over here making pancakes that they then put in the oven. <laughs> they come over here with their baking trays, bringing flour and mixing batter when there's good old British batter that can be made or bought from a shop which you've imported from somewhere in the European Union, which we hate. And, uh, and and they come over here, uh, you know, using these baking trays to sail across the channel, and then they use them to make delicious Yorkshire puddings in which we can have meat and vegetables. And I can have a pint... I can, I can have a pint of mild with it that I've got from my mate Tim Martin when he's got a keg in. Uh, it's... A, it's a, uh, when my family first came over here to bring their amazing lace-making skills from France, we came here on a promise, and that promise is now being delivered. And now I won't let anybody else have that promise. Can they make lace like the Huguenots? Can they? F. 
No, they can leave. We will shoot them on the beaches. Okay. You're moving into a, you know, I hate to critique it, but I'm going to have to, but you're moving into a kind of, you know, Ned from South Park thing there. Yeah, I know. It was a bit, it was a bit yeah. or, P, or Peter Bain in that episode. Yeah. It's because it's, it's because going of towards the Jersey that. City Fire Department. Yes. <laughs> waking us up at God knows what time in the morning. God bless them. Get the fire brigade, get the fire brigade. There's a fire in my bedroom tonight. Ding, ding. That was a great city. Oh, no, hang on. That's that's for the Kievdy fans. A great song there. Put a bit of funk and soul in your hole from Roy Wood. I never thought we'd end an episode of uh, Top Content by singing The Move. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. We cover all bases. I think think we'd be re-popular with like the the 60 to 75 demographic (laughs) because we hit it very well. Yeah. Can we do a good Alma Cogan joke? Or something like that. <laughs> like, oh, God. Something, some sort of pun about Dickie Valentine or something or other. Do you remember Bill Haley and the Comet? No, yeah. that's 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 Peter Kay. Well, he'd be called Bill Haley in the comment section now, wouldn't he, to be fair? No. I didn't that's, really. that's, that's actually more creative, Bill Haley and the Comet, than Sky One bringing back Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Oh. So, what is it called? It's, what's it called? Sky, sky, is it Sky Max? Oh, sky, 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 sky light, sky bright. Yeah, um, yeah, that's an eighties reference. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's not. I remember, I remember when it was called Sky Onk. That was my favorite period of Sky. Sky Onk. It's when the logo didn't finish off the e, uh, so it just looked like Sky oh, Onk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and everybody for a while called it Sky Onk, and uh, <laughs> Rupert probably got very annoyed. Yeah. But now it's owned by Comcast, and uh, nobody knows what's going on. So it's fine. Yeah. This has been Top Content, and we've literally <laughs> petered out. <laughs> can, I, can I just say for the Emmys comparison, I will do this gig tonight that will look more like an award ceremony because it is an award ceremony than, than the Emmys did. And they'll have 900 people from the National Health Service in there. It will it will probably do better. And in fact, they're not allowed to do acceptance speeches, actually. So that's, um, which is great. You're right. The Emmys did not look like an award ceremony. It looked like a corporate. It looked it like did. It, it was bizarre. Yeah. And you would have thought with a corporate of that glamorous, they would have got some bigger names. Um, they didn't. It, it shows how refreshing Ayoade was doing the British BAFTAs, the British yeah. TV BAFTAs, because he just took it all in in the ludicrousness that it all was. Well, that's another top content wrapped up, Mike. Um, yeah. The gimmicks to get people listening, even though they can't see these videos. Are you going to go topless next time? Um, if you... Yeah, if it's, you it's, want. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it might be something for the ladies or something for the repressed dads. I, we, we don't know. Yeah, I, I, can do, yeah, I can do that, actually. I'll do that in a, in a much more literal sense. I'll, yeah, I'll say that now. No, no, you need to explain. Right, so I've got a, I've got a green hoodie. Oh, that's not bad. I've, yeah, I've got my I've In fact, I've got two well. green hoodies, actually, so I could wear one of them, and hopefully that may, may, just means I'll be just a floating head. I think I think you've seen though that my my flesh t shirt is um is really good. It's great, yeah. Yeah. It's from ASOS. A double S O S. Yeah. ASOS. ASOS. You bloody fool.
Thank you for listening to yet another top content episode. Please tell your friend about us. Yeah, your friend. And tell them to go to podfollow.com slash topcontentpod. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And make sure that when you listen, that you rate and you review and subscribe and share and do all that stuff, particularly if you're a fan of Sean Keaveney. That's always a good idea. As ever, Top Content has been a Top Content production. Dot com. Had to put a bit of dead air in there for the Keaveney fans. <laughs>